This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Do my to move my feet. Hey man, um, how many drugs do you think that nigga Rick was on when they recorded that? All of them. All is the correct answer, nigga D. Um, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Been a minute since you heard us. Uh, literally about an hour. It's your favorite podcast in the world this week in culture. Welcome back to all the Bloods and Crips, Vice Lords and GDs, Scullies and Man Boys to the best cat podcast in the world. I'm your host, Ant Wood, a.k.a. Trinidad, and a.k.a. One Half of the Culture, and I got my brother with me, dog. What up, though? What up, though? Jay Johnson, One Half of the Culture, One Half of Everything. And this week in culture, we bring to you the episode three review of Snowfall on FX, man. We right back with Franklin and the family. Had a lot going on tonight, man. Yeah, man. Uh, I actually think that episode paced really well. Yeah, I, w- I wasn't even mad at the Mexican tonight. My nigga Gustavo got right to the shits. Um, We're going to talk about Gustavo and Teddy. Talk about Franklin. Franklin got a little shady on him tonight. Got to do what you got. Nigga starting to, hey, that business starting to get a little. So, like, look, man. No, we get into it. We're going to get into it all, man. We're about to talk about what's going on with the fam. We're going to talk about um, even even the, the good homie man boy was in this episode for one scene, but it was an effective scene because a lot came out in that one little moment. Man. Yeah. We're going to get into it all. But first, we want to thank the listeners. Thank everybody who rocking with us. Thank you to everyone who listened to us last week. We know that episode was... Uh, for everyone who told us it was good, I appreciate it. But I know yeah, I was I tired li- as shit. I didn't listen to it. I didn't need to because I know how I felt. Yeah. And I felt tired as shit. I was like, it wasn't my best work. So yeah. I, didn't, I was scared to listen to no, it. No, so I, I, I haven't. I I ran the first one we dropped. And then when I got to the snowfall, I just pressed play and hit mute. I didn't want to hear myself because I knew I was tired. But um, fun fact, I fell asleep and then I got up and went and got a Red, got Bull, your Red Bull during that, yeah. uh, in, that episode. No, that really happened, man. We really in the studio falling asleep for the pod. What y'all know about it? <laughs> I can sleep and talk at the same time. That's a fact. <laughs> you know what I'm That's a fact. And matter of fact, anytime we say something reckless on the pod, blame it on my sleep. Yeah. Um, But... Never to uh to be outdone. We right back with the shits in the studio. This is right after the episode went off. So we live and fresh once again, man. Yeah. 
Um, off top, how'd you feel about this episode, episode three? Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I thought it was uh I thought it was I thought it was a good episode. I thought episode one and two, there was so much going on yeah. that this was to your point well paced. Yeah. And this felt this kind of felt like a, a HBO type episode. You know what I'm saying? I, I see where you're going with that. Um I agree that the first two episodes were action packed. It was like Boom, 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 boom. And I enjoyed the hell out of them, but it was a lot to pick back up on considering it's been a year and a half since we've seen the show. So it was like, whoa, slow down, Franklin, you killing them, nigga. This episode felt like it was more welcoming to the audience. Like, yo, we about to walk y'all back in to what's going on with each one of these storylines, and we're going to take it a little bit slower, man, so you can get a feel for it. I enjoyed the hell out of this episode. Um, again, we we recording off one watch. So I'm sure that, you know, when I go home later tonight and rewatch it or when I look at it tomorrow, I'm going to pick up on some shit. What'd you, did you pick up on anything from last uh, week's or last two episodes? Nigga, I was picking up on shit that happened last week while we were recording. It was shit you were saying. I was literally over here like, man, nigga, I missed the fuck out of that, nigga. <laughs> so when I went back, I was watching for it. Um, and, and to that point, speaking of last week, before we get into this week's episode, uh, I know we got a... Um, voice note from the guy Rob Silva. Uh, he just sent one in fresh about this episode, which I'll play in a moment. But he also sent one in earlier today about last week. So I'm gonna play that. We're gonna see what uh what the guy is talking about, and then we're gonna get into the one that he sent for this week's episode. He just sent that at 11:08 too. That Rob Silva is as dedicated to this pod as we are. <laughs> it's 11:30. Yeah, so like come on, dog. Way. This is 20 minutes ago. Rob sent that in. All right, this the one uh, that he sent earlier today though. Let's check it out. What's up, fellas? After watching the first two episodes of Snowfall, I have to say, in my opinion, that Franklin Saint is the greatest portrayal of a crime lord since Michael Corleone. And I believe there's a lot of similarities between Michael Corleone and Franklin. This show has gotten darker, just like in The Godfather, and the acting has just been impeccable. Before I leave you guys, I want to make this comparison. Floyd Mayweather is Franklin Saint. Tariq St. Patrick is Adrian Broner. Oh. Talk to you good fellas later. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh scary fucking hey, vibes. Hey, if I was Adrian Broner, I'd have to go whoop Rob up real quick. But he can't. <laughs> but he can't, though. Yo, he can't do it. Though. Oh man, that is um that is a hell of a comparison right there. Oh, I dig it. God dig damn, it. Tariq could never. Yeah, <laughs> like from the outside looking into the untrained eye. Yeah, you would think, think they're the same. For, for, for whatever reason, y'all think that nigga fight like Floyd. He fights nothing like Floyd. Yeah, no, not at all. Never not did actually. Um, and never could. That nigga did. He he put his shoulder out there for two and a half, one and a half fights, and and, and all of a sudden everybody's like, "Oh, that training working?" No, it's nah, not. No, it's nigga. not. And nah. no, it's not. Don't disrespect Floyd training. And you talking to a nigga that don't like Floyd? I respect the shit out of how he trains, dog. Um, damn, Rob, you kind of set it off with that one. Um, stop comparing Franklin Saint to Tariq. 
I just want that to stop happening in general. Like the internet get real excited to do shit for no reason. Don't don't do that. Oh, he sell drugs. Oh, he sell drugs. They the same. Like no, nigga. Okay, well, just how black people ain't a monolith, and neither are drug dealers. Hey, your baby dad sells drugs. Um, not the same as Franklin. He's not Franklin Saint. Nigga. Your your dad is not Big Meech. Yeah, he's not little. He not, he not little Meech. Like, and shout out to Little Meech. Um, I think that uh, just off off episodes one and two. I can see where you're going with the um, Godfather comparison um, and just sort of the shift in tone. It has gotten darker. You can see that even this this episode, which wasn't there was some action. Don't get me wrong. We're going to get into that in a minute, but it definitely wasn't as packed as the first two. It was still a darker toned episode, man. Like even the, the little shady move that Franklin pulled was like, damn, like everything in this this season so far feels like. Damn, dog. So I, I've kind of belabored this point throughout the years that we've been talking about Snowfall. Uh-huh. Um, let's not confuse the character that we like, Franklin, because mm-hmm. he's a he's not the narrator, but this is about him, yeah, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. He's not a good guy. No, not at all. Not at all. Like, when I say he's not a good guy, I mean, he's not the good guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not saying he's not relatable, not that, yeah. that we don't fuck with him. He's not the good guy in the story. Ultimately, he's the bad guy in the story, and the story is about a bad guy or, yeah, a bad guy. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I will say he got taken advantage of, but he did not get taken advantage of at all. <laughs> uh, he did this himself. <laughs> yeah. But, like, um, Franklin's just a protagonist. That's it. And like, I'm, He's not I a hero. And moving into my divine masculine. Mm-hmm. Mm. And women move in the divine feminine. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm moving the masculine, and women move in in the feminine, which uh-huh. is the emotional side. Mm-hmm. Men move in the logical side. And Franklin is all about business and about logic. And I'm not worried about how you feel about not it. At all. Give a fuck about your feelings. I have a point. I have a goal, and I'm going to get there. And in the meantime. If anybody gets in the way, I'm not trying to be malicious with it, but I'm going to get there. That's just how it is. Yeah. Franklin is a Franklin is a I think type of person. And then the the opposite of that is the I feel type of person. Yeah. Franklin not about to tell you what he feel. He about to tell you what he think cuz that's the logical portion. And emotional wise, you do feel bad for the store owner. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Mosley's Miss Mosley mm-hmm. or whatever it's like oh man but on the logical side nigga you was losing this shit anyway yeah I gave you double what it's worth and I'm giving you a new spot a mile up the block you stay in the neighborhood you keep your business going I bought it and sold it so now we all profit that's how my mind yeah. works but on the emotional side yeah. like oh man but you lied to them yeah to get it yeah but I needed this for a bigger chess move to get this police off me. Mm-hmm. That that's gonna run it like fam. It's a I'm a, I'm uh, okay if your feelings are hurt, and that's because I did I still did right by you. Niggas niggas walk around on the internet all day talking about they playing chess while niggas is playing checkers. Yeah, but it's different when you see somebody actually playing chess while yeah. other people playing checkers because then it hits you a little different. Like, damn, wait, that was that was cutthroat. That was rude. That was whatever. And it's it's all those things. When I take but your, when I take your bishop, I'm taking that motherfucker. When that was my plan. Queen, my plan was to I'm playing the game to take a queen. 
So when pawns die and bishops die in the 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 quest for me to get to your king, shit. When the queen dies for me to get to your king, that's called strategy. <laughs> like you can't. Um, but some niggas is gonna look at it as strategy. Some niggas is gonna look at it as oh shit, you hurt their feelings. And um, look at you, eh. emotional. Man, man, well, we gonna get that. we gonna get into all that. We are gonna tell you how we got there, man. Let's kick it off with the top of the episode. So it opened up with Teddy and Gustavo. Um, Gustavo specifically still sitting in his brother crib with the dead bodies. He got the sawed off shotgun in tow, ready to kill anybody sawed coming through. Shotgun hand on, on a pump, sipping on a honey, smoking on a blunt. Um. He was ready to go for whoever came through the door. Teddy pulled up, knocked on the door, came in to see what was going down and realized that, oh, shit, his brothers got killed. His brother and his wife got killed. Pardon me. But then when he looked at the blood stain on the floor, he saw the hundred thousand. When he seen that, he knew just like Gustavo knew last week. These was the cops. Simple and plain. They want a hundred grand instead of the 20 we offering, dog. And Teddy knew in that moment. We have to kill them. But what he also knew was we can't do it the way Gustavo trying to go do it. Gustavo ready to go right now with the shoddy in tow and blow up the whole fucking police station. You can't do that. Can't do that. Ain't going to work. Gustavo was on his emotional shit. Yeah. Gustavo was absolutely 100% in emotional mode, ready to kill. I'm not thinking. I'm reacting. If that shit happened right in front of me, I'm fuck everybody. Kill everything. If I got a second to think, oh, I'm going to get everybody back. It ain't yeah. going to be immediately, but I'm going to get everybody back. And I'm going to do it in a way that's effective for my business. Right now, you go off killing everybody the way you you planning to or the way you thinking, nigga, that's not going to work, bro. And you could potentially get hurt yourself. And if you go out and you fuck the game up, nigga, it's, you know, now you. Like, you, you like the nigga last week who went early and fucked everything man, up. Dog literally came up out the fucking, uh, the, um. What they call them, low? Shipping containers. Shipping containers. He jumped out of there early and ruined the whole plan to kill Scully, dog. And and Teddy was basically telling Gustavo, we can't do that. Like, I wonder if that plan was going to work at all since Scully didn't pull his car all the way in. No. I don't think that plan was going to work at all because I don't think that Man Boy was trying to kill Scully. I think Man Boy, literally, that little smirk he gave after they said... Did you kill that nigga? Nigga, you know I killed that nigga. He knew he ain't kill that nigga. Because I don't think he wanted to kill that nigga. I think he wants Scully to die. But in that moment, as smart as man boy is, he probably thinking, yo, if they come in there and we don't get that nigga, now his attention on Franklin, not me. But he ain't got no plug. He ain't got no plug. But at the same time, man boy can get a plug. Man boy can get drugs, dog. Go get drugs now. He won't. You remember? Because you remember when uh when the nigga killed, or not killed, pardon me, when the nigga Leon last season tried to take over Manboy Corners, and they got into the scrap and all that, and Leon and, and Manboy, a uh, little second in command, they got killed. They got into it, and Manboy came through with the demands, like, yo, nigga, give me this shit at 10 a key, or I'm going to find me another plug. That nigga Franklin said, no, you not, nigga. Period. You not. So now what? He said, the prices is the prices, nigga. And that they not going up or down. They stand where they at. And you not going nowhere. Nigga, we're going to keep doing business the way we're doing business. But when he said that, he sounded like he believed he could figure out another way to get some drugs. So I don't doubt him. But on the flip side, I also think he trying to, and we saw this episode, 
he kind of talking about Franklin like, eh, I don't really respect it, dog. Because, yo, when we got to shooting last week, everybody was blasting. But your man Franklin ran up out of there. Because uh, I'm like what you would call a fucking boss, nigga. Nigga. I'm not no I'm not no fucking worker. I have my bodyguard get me the fuck out of here and I'm working on a fucking can uh, cuz I I didn't took 3 bullets, my nigga. Mm-hmm. Facts. Facts. Um one thing about Franklin in this particular case though that man boy was talking about um it got me thinking in that scene was uh should Franklin have even been there? Like cuz think about who was there. Yeah, he had to. Franklin was there. Unk was there. Peaches was there. So it's you and your top two like lieutenants. I I know what Aunt Lou, but goddamn nigga. The reason he had to be is because the setup was get I, Scully down there. I just I figured out what was going on because I was like, why is White Boy there? Mm-hmm. White Boy is probably supposed to be the quote unquote Israeli. Yeah, yeah. Because he told yeah. him I, I, I'll introduce you. Yeah. He probably was gonna introduce White Boy as the nigga who had the guns. One hundred percent. So he had to be there. I was like, because. I was thinking, like, why is that white boy there? Yeah. Because he... No, we talked about that last week. Um, And I, I think that that was the distraction. But I'm looking at, to, to your point of, yo, nigga, I ain't shoot that nigga because I'm a fucking boss, nigga. I'm getting the fuck out of Dodge. It's like, yo, yeah, for the setup that you had, sure, you got to be there because if you make an introduction, how can you do that if you're not... It's obvious that's some shit going down if you're not there. And he was trying to, um, trying to get... Scully buy-in. He's like, is you going to be there? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I'm going to be there. Yeah, because initially what he told him was, nigga, I set you up with the Israeli and Scully like, nigga, I, I need you to be there. Like, I don't need you Sound to like just. I'm in, the, I'm in the shower about to get fucked. Yeah, don't give me no names, nigga. I need you to actually be there. So he got to get Scully trust in that situation. But it's like, all right, nigga, if it's you, what if Franklin, Unk, and Peaches all got hit? You know what I'm saying? Like, you, it's too many fucking people involved in that one move then you got all the fucking man boy crew there to the point that the young boy stepped out of line and came out early and fucked the whole game it's like yo if we needed to do all of this to get at one nigga and the three people in this car we might be od why why they got man boy acting so childish you know he seemed like a lot more serious last season um he just been like i don't know not childish jovial He's very jovial. His his responses to niggas are very like he ain't taking it seriously. Yeah. And and it's like, nigga, you at war with a whole gang. Cause like even when he was with his with his boys last year and last season rather, it was a different energy. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's the only on moment purpose, this season or if that's just the act. I don't know. I don't the know. only moment this season that he kind of seemed like last year's man boy. And again, we don't see episode three, so who knows where that where the character goes. But the only part that it felt like I this is that same energy was when uh when his man was trying to talk about the niggas yeah turning on Franklin. That nigga man boy said, "Ah ah ah, nigga, don't do that." Like that ain't because that's how he used to talk last year. Like when his even when his nigga was mad at Leon, that nigga said. Nigga, you ain't gonna don't touch Leon. I'ma go talk to Frank. Like, we ain't gonna do all that. Nigga, let me handle it. I'm fucking man boy. I got this shit. This is my shit. Um, this year he definitely seems a little bit more light. Like when he walked in, he 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 loading the guns and looking yeah. all like, ooh, look at he looking yeah. his face is like, ooh, look at his gun. Like, my nigga. Man, even when um when Aunt Lou and Unk rolled up on him, he was talking shit with Unk and 
joking and throwing punches with him like slap boxing type shit. And it's just like, nigga, nigga, Unk ain't even like the Unk. Oh, he Unk. Like, he don't play like that, dog. So I, I can see your point. That's a good observation. I think that um, Man Boy is, at least I hope, that he plays a lot more pivotal role this season. Like right now, how we kind of, everybody's waiting to see what Scully does after last week. I'm thinking that man boy needs to be like, I need a man boy moment that makes him feel just as important to what could happen this season, man. Like you a big player in this dog. And I, again, I know him not killing Scully was intentional, man. I just got a real big feeling about it. Like, nah, nigga, I'm trying to do something again. Well, niggas shoot, playing chess. Everybody was shooting for everybody. Man. But I think, cause I, what, what, what I think is, cause like when I watch that shit again, who didn't unk shoot? Like, why did they make that a thing, dog? It was a random nigga. But then even, like, did you peep when Scully was, to, or I'm sorry, when Manboy was talking to him tonight, the tone and how he was saying, like, shit, you see your man out there? He was, but you should have seen him out there. He was blasting. Like, it's like they when trying watched, to tell us something. When dog. I watched that, that nigga didn't have no clear shot on fucking uh, on Scully. Mm. Like, I wonder what, I wonder, I don't know why unk said that. Yeah. Unless I mean, I mean, they were kept doing flashbacks, so maybe it was some shit that we didn't see. Yeah. But he did not have no clean shot on. Yeah. Even though he did get shot. So Yeah. I don't think niggas out there aiming for arms. Niggas is just pointing the guns yeah, and shooting. Nah, that <laughs> so, call one in the fucking shoulder. He ain't know. Um, but I just I, I think it's something to the fact that man boy is being like not even just man boy, but even in the flashback, like that's the third time they've shown a little flashback of Unk specifically shooting the shot. And I'm like, something in that happened. Like, I don't know if maybe, and he be kind of making a face in that scene that they show. He never killed nobody before. I'm like, yo, is this finna be the moment where he like, dog, I just want to sell uh, audio equipment. That nigga sold nigga. weed, my nigga. Yeah. He ain't never killed nobody this, before. This big time dope dealing now, man. And I feel like Unk gonna have a moment. nigga in the head before. No, nah, not at all. And I thought that uh he was doing some buddy buddy shit. He was like, man, it's better. It was I mean, it was fun when all three when the, when it was just the three of us. Like nigga, you the reason it's yeah. that fun. You got a war going on, nigga. When Franklin woke up, it didn't just not be the three of us no more. It was also a crip and blood war out here started by you, nigga. Like you legit was making the evil face hanging out the fucking window with the chopper going crazy. You and your man had the Uzis and all that shit going crazy out the window on the bloods. Like, this is not Franklin's fault for waking up and coming back to try to restore some order. Like, my nigga, you actually starting a whole neighborhood war between Inglewood and Compton. So keep that in mind. But definitely looking forward to what they might do with Man Boy this year because, I don't know, I, I just got a feeling like his character is about to go up another notch as far as um his influence in the show, man. Oh, what else happened? Oh, Officer Nixon. Officer Nixon, Officer Nixon. So that's the white cop, Andre's former partner. Certified bitch-ass nigga who I said should have been dead, um, and I stand by that. I personally think Franklin should have offed that nigga when he threatened him after Andre died. Boom, get, get rid of Before you even had a deal with him. And I get why you made your deal. You need a little insider, nigga. Or do you, nigga? You got the fucking CIA on your side and literally to the point that they're wiping clean your entire fucking arrest record to the point niggas don't even know. Like, I feel like Nixon should have been dead, bro. I don't know, man. You can't be um, 
you can't be rumored to kill two cops. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You are, yeah. especially it was only four months ago. You know what I'm saying? Hey, the shit with Andre was unplanned. You went over there to tell that nigga go ahead and fucking get out of town, man, and let me keep doing my thing. And so if it's suspicion that I kill Andre, yeah. and then Andre partner end up dead, like come on, nigga. But the only people who suspected it was Nixon and uh, Mel. Yeah, but once no. they start saying that shit, yeah. But um, yeah, that's interesting. I, but they met up. I, I just don't understand why he thought he was getting set up, like. Nixon, yeah, like yeah. I, don't, I don't, I don't get it. So they met up at the coffee shop, and Franklin, for for lack of a better word, just told that nigga, "Yo, don't ever fucking threaten my pops." Like, period. I'm I'm letting you know right now. Don't even come around no more. Don't threaten my family. Don't do none of that shit, or it can go the fuck down. Like, I need you to understand who I am. I can't look at you and tell you you see what happened to Andre, but my nigga, you seen what happened to Andre, dog, like, or what? Hey, <laughs> my nigga, you act like you got something over me. And and he he looked at Franklin like nigga on some like I'll tell everything I know nigga he turned into that nigga his job them GTG niggas was and it's like I right, you want to tell everything you know that shit sounded cute four months ago it's a closed case now my nigga but now that you work for me and you taking money from me nigga you implicated so please by all means go tell him what you know nigga you work for me take this money and shut the fuck up literally. And matter of fact, shut the fuck up today, nigga. Like, I don't really want to keep hearing this dumb shit from you. So Franklin let that nigga know what the business was. Like, mm, once you got involved with me, dog, these little threats is all for naught, nigga. Like, I'm not really with the smoke, but I appreciate you having time for me, man. Nigga, you on my payroll. What you about to say? You getting 20, bro. Like, you low-key, you really racking up. All I got to do is take a, have a nigga take a picture of me when I give you your money. Anything you ever say, I'm putting this picture out. Them same kind of pictures that uh, that they had on Franklin and, and Teddy in the file. What's so funny is like I would have paid a nigga to take pictures and then yeah. send them pictures to his house. Like, yo, uh, your mouth is closed. We got you, nigga. Facts. Oh, some Jagger Hoover shit. Now we got we got a file on you. Yeah. Now you now you work for me. And nigga, Look at me. And now you can't leave. I'm the captain now. Literally, like I got shit on you. You don't have nothing on me. Let's be very fucking clear, man. I think um again Nixon should have been dead, but he turned up this episode. Like he got a little. And so back to my reason why I'm like, yo, they should have killed this nigga. He always hated Franklin. He racist. Even has some racist moments with Andre, who he claimed to love so much. And he's like, he one of them cops that's like, yo, I'm arrogant as fuck. I'm above the law. Like, you can't fuck with me. All the cops were, though. You know what I'm facts, saying? Facts. Facts. All, all them evil cops is. So before this end, I don't say, yo, he should have been dead because you need cops on payroll. When he came and asked uh, Auntie about, you know, how things was going, she was like, yo, he collects his money. He kind of stay out the way. He don't do shit. Everything is all good. Yeah. Now, once you go to my fucking dad's crib, me and my, my, my pop's business, and you start threatening him and all this shit. Yeah. Hey, all bets are off. You, you, can, you can go. Got cops on the payroll, killers on the lay low. Niggas be careful what they saying on that radio. Nigga hove, man. Um, anyway. Nixon, let's talk about what he did later in the episode uh, when he turned up a little bit. So Franklin told him, like, yo, nigga, when you start working for me, all them threats is asinine, nigga. I don't feel them, bro. So Nixon took that shit up, said, okay, I, I see your 
Yo, anti-threat movement, nigga, and I'm going to raise you one, dog. Nixon came right back. Not only did he fuck with his family again, he fucked with them hard. Like, you just told me don't come back by here no more, and not only did I, nigga, I came back through wilding. Nixon came through mom and pop's crib, came in there with a fucking arrest warrant for mom, got her in the car. His partner drew on Calvin, the daddy. No, no warrant. We just taking y'all in. Yeah, yeah. They like, yo, what warrant? What you taking me in for? Nigga, I got an arrest warrant, nigga. How about that? Well, let me see it. Nigga, get in the fucking car. Chill black ass. That's what he wants to say. And he got sissy in the whip, man. He took her on a little ride. So wild that he dropped his partner off at the other car, nigga. Like, yo. All right, now that she we got her, worried. she was scared. Yeah, now that and we got her, sh- let's get her. They show his face too long. That's gonna come back and hurt the other cop. Yeah, yeah. They they sat that camera there for a minute, dog. So um, Nixon was taking sissy for a ride. She talking shit. She like, yo, you can't do this to me. Like you violating your badge and da da da. da. Nixon stomped on the brake real quick, smacked her face. That nigga needed. He needed that ride with some. Yeah, bopping. he needed a little bit of bopping that shit, nigga. He definitely the babied her. Sent her ass smooth into the cage in the cop car, nigga. That was actually probably the funniest shit I've seen all day. Real life. Then, after she gathered herself, he took her on a longer little drive. Took her up to the grave site. Cemetery. Walked her over to Andre grave. Kneeled her down and he threw her face into that fucking gravestone a couple times just to let her know he meant business. Then he said some real quick shit. Your son killed Andre. Your son. And he got the fuck out of Dodge that quick. My nigga Nixon was in and out. He was just trying to prove a point. He got to die now. Now, if you didn't feel like he had to die before, now he got to die. He went to my dad's uh, place of employment. I said, don't fuck with my family. I come directly to the both of their houses, and then I arrest your mama. And I hit her in the um, what the fucking um tombstone? <laughs> yeah, nigga, like you can't bash my mom's face in in a tombstone, bro. It don't work like that. You gotta die, my nigga. And not only that, but you also showing me that now officially, you don't listen. Cause I gave you a very honest warning, like yo, nigga, you thought you was popping, you thought shit was sweet. That is what it is. But don't fuck with my dad again, bro. Like I'm just keeping it real with you. Don't fuck with my dad. Don't fuck with my family. And then you came right back that same night and fucked with my dad and my family, bro. Yeah, I was set up for that nigga to die. Yeah, yeah. Nixon got to get the fuck up out of here. Um, But at least in the interim, he didn't kill him. He got him replaced. Got him sent over to a real shitty unit. He in the evidence room now. Nixon is officially off the streets and can't fuck with nobody. That's going to kill a cop like him. Niggas like him that need to move around like that, they don't survive in them type situations, dog. He either going to start doing too much and run into some bad news, or is somebody going to come through the evidence room and kill him with some evidence? That nigga is, uh, what's my man from The Wire? He used to be in the evidence room. Dark had the little stripper girl. I can't think yeah, of his yeah. name. Yeah. On the show. Goddamn. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But uh, you don't do shit in the evidence room, nigga. He's like, nigga, I don't know who you've been fucking. I don't know who what 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 person you been pissed off. But your ass going to the to the evidence room on the other side of town. Pack it up, pack it in, nigga. Yeah, Freeman, <laughs> Freeman, Freeman. Yeah. I had to look that up. Yeah, dog. They definitely told that nigga. Um, I don't know about you. I don't know what the fuck going on. But you need to get the hell up out of here. Period. And uh, they sent him to the evidence room. And, and say, if you say another thing about negative about the. The company, the, the police department and shit, your ass getting brung up on charges, nigga. 
That's a fucked up little threat, dog. But he earned it. He deserved it. That nigga out here walling. Now, how that actually happened is how we can get into the conversation about Franklin and the, and the quote unquote shadiness, right? Yeah. Um. So, do you know what this what this plan is? In game, no. Nah. And shit, while we were watching the episode, I didn't really know what he was. At first, I genuinely thought he was trying to help them out on some let me buy the block on the building. And to the point we made when we was watching it, I'm going to start bringing some weight through this motherfucker. And that was it. So I, I thought it ended right there. So the plan was from mom last week when they was mm-hmm. dealing with old boy. It was like, yo, I got a different way to handle this. We'll handle it from City Hall. Um, so I think her overall plan is let's get this real estate shit so I can go to this real estate nigga because since I've been seeing him over the last couple of years, he clearly got it in with city hall because everything, yeah. every time he does anything, it get passed. So he went, they went, got that property from the, the, the mom and pop Bookstore, just yeah. to give it to him, just to get the influence, to get the cop out of the picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I'm like, okay. I mean, that's a that's a yeah. Long it was a long game. Ride. It was a long play. It's a long roundabout way just to get rid of this fucking cop without killing him. And here's the thing: the cop still got to die. I still need him to die. So, so the whole, all that plan happened, and then mom was like, "You got to end this shit. Finish this shit." So, uh, we could have just killed the nigga. And yeah, um, and I get her again going back to thinking emotional. Yo, I just got fucking essentially kidnapped by a cop and handcuffed behind my back and abused. Um, he got to die. We got to finish this shit ASAP. But Franklin doing what Franklin do, mm, I'll kill somebody based on emotions, but not if it ain't necessary. And right now, he looking at the cop like, yo, it ain't necessary to kill you. But I will use my influence to influence an influencer and get you replaced out this motherfucker and sent to the evidence room. But that was mom's, that was mom's, uh, yeah. Joint. But she be kind of acting like she don't know the, the, the long game plan too, man. Sissy be acting brand new sometimes, bro. I think initially Mason, not Mason. Um, damn. What's this nigga name? Franklin. Franklin. Yeah, yeah. You know, my short term memory is fucking yeah, trash, yeah, my nigga. Yeah. Uh Franklin probably, you know, he he a violent nigga in, in real life. Um Franklin got the most bodies on the show, don't he? Uh I don't know. It's between him and Gustavo. Well shit, Teddy trying to catch up on these hoes. But yeah, Teddy Teddy got it by far now. <laughs> well yeah, uh, Teddy came through this episode. On some Tommy shit. Body yaddy yaddy yaddy. Uh but you know, he'd be on some violent shit and his mom's trying to not do that and trying to get legit and shit. So yeah. all that shit just to to kill that nigga anyway. You didn't fucked over a little family. Yeah, yeah. i d I don't again, man, going back to what I said last week and now looking at how Nixon did mom and, and what Franklin got to do now. Um, sometimes niggas just got to die. And, and sometimes that's part of the game. And yeah, it might not have been a part of your plan and it might make things a little shaky to, uh, to begin with, but like Nixon can't do what he did and live. Cause what that tells me, even with you getting them reassigned and all that, that's cool. That's you influencing power. And that but just nigga, means now you that, need to show some strength. Yeah, that means I, anybody can do this shit to you. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. that's not. That's not. You, that's you not letting happening. Nixon know, yo, 
I can move you around. Again, going back to the fucking chess shit. I can move you. I can make you a pawn, nigga, and remind you you're a pawn. But what Franklin really needs to do is remind that nigga that, yo, I also kill you out this motherfucker, dog, and I get you off the board. And right now, that's Nixon's one of them cops that'll be more of a headache than anything, man. Because he going to over-investigate. He going to look in the shit. He going to start acting like a fucking journalist. Why the fuck they still in their house? We asked this question for about 30 minutes last week. Why they wouldn't leave. Why they were still there in the first place. But after what happened with Scully and him not dying, why would y'all not leave, bro? Why Franklin taking meetings at coffee shops midday with one bodyguard? When, 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 when we know that... Scully's pulling up in a 6 foot with a bunch of niggas hanging out the window. You think Franklin feels too safe or too, like, untouchable? I think this is a vast difference between how he felt last week. Last week, he was frantic. Did we get him? Did we get him? Did we get yeah. him? We got to yeah. move. We got to move. Can you find out? Can we find out? This week, he kind of, like, chilling. He, he was around. definitely calmer this week. Um, but I think just in general, like, compared to sort of his leadership style um, from a couple of year, years ago compared to now, he makes a lot of like, he makes a lot of decisions that I don't know that he thought that well of, like into. 21 year old kid. Yeah, yeah. But with a, with a big boy business, like you got to stop to consider something, dog. And I'm like, I really be, I be but watching like, him like, dog, he don't think of what, shit. Though? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We got the we got the vantage point of we've seen this shit play out and shit. You 21 years old. It's 1986 because I think this shit started in 83. He's 21 now. So, you know, in 86? Yeah. Franklin need an OG, man. Like a real one, not Unc. Unc sold nicks and dimes. Well, nigga, guess like. who his OG is? Mm. Teddy. Damn. Woo! Teddy gave him good. I mean... The Teddy, plan. Hey, Teddy giving him good dope and weeds. That is his own. I can give you the plan. I can't give you the execution. You didn't execute yeah, it. Yeah. So the plan was, yo, on some on some US government shit, we had two niggas we were supplying. They started beefing with each other and we was like, look, this shit bad for business. So back one of them, help, blah, blah, blah. That's a good plan. Yeah. Now your execution, it makes you can't uh right? your execution is fucked up because you you dealing with fucking street thugs. Yeah, um, execution's key in this situation, especially when you're dealing with, like you said, nigga, uh, some nefarious individuals, nigga. Like you got to pull your shit off the way that you need to pull your shit off. You don't want to just lean on a, on a sort of unfiltered, unresolved plan. Like it can't just be a plan. Dog. Like that just it don't work like that because that shit can go left real quick, man. Um, real quick, she didn't say much this episode, but they brought up, um, well, we saw Aunt Lou, but then when they were, when the newspaper lady was talking about to the old cop or whatever about, um, Franklin and their suspicions or whatever, the, the old cop brought up that she connect, she was able to beat the murder of old girl that ran the club, yeah. her ex-girlfriend. It don't look like they looking into that, and they don't, I doubt they make anything serious. But do you think that comes back and, like, fuck shit up? Because right now, we see mom and dad, Sissy and uh, and Calvin getting sort of threatened and, and dealing with some of the ramifications. But, like, for all intents and purposes, Aunt Lou and Unc seem like they just kind of rolling with the punches right now, man. Aunt Lou going to get shot or something. She's I a, think she, Unc she, dies she, this season, man. She's in a hospital. 
Via the oh uh, later on the uh, the trailer via the, the trailer. long trailer yeah she in the hospital yeah. Unk by her side so something yeah. happens to her I think Unk maybe that's whatever not, happens to her spoiler was in the trailer no 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 it's in the trailer we ain't spoiling shit we don't know nothing extra but maybe um whatever happened in the trailer gets Unk killed Unk ain't like, I think Unk dies this season bro I think Auntie could she could I mean if she in the hospital she could at this but. point it's time for a major character to die and Unk not we more. have to keep it real Unk ain't, is ain't important enough. For not the yet. match not the yet. matter You know what I'm saying yeah, Like yeah. Unk ain't been like That character since season one So I Yeah he, Not that he wouldn't matter If he died But it wouldn't be like It wouldn't be ground shaking Like oh shit You're not muscle no more Not at you, all you, I don't go too Shit you advice. wasn't muscle When you was muscle Cause Leon became The muscle And then the fat dude Became the muscle Like Unk kinda was able To play the back you, you, I don't come to you For advice Cause I realize I'm smarter than you Yeah and I'm also better at selling drugs than you were. So I can't come to you for advice. But your wife is actually on the same level of thinking as me, as, you know, a man boy, as really anybody I fuck with. Aunt Lou thinks similarly. And she thinks like a drug dealer. Aunt thinks like security at uh, Club Elysium, nigga. And that's the difference. Security at fucking Family Dollar, nigga. <laughs> Yeah, man. Them niggas probably deal with more shots in the club. <laughs> like real life. So what you think about um old boy from the shy? So and hold up, let me I'm I'm about to pull dog's name. Um not on the on the show, but I just want to know the actor's name. Cause he's a presence off top. Like he's a real when he's on some shit, again, when he was on the shot, he was one of them like, ooh, they got an actor, actor. Like, they got somebody who can really play this type of role. Yeah. So when he walked on the screen, his name is Steven Williams. When he walked on the screen, I was like, oh, okay, they went there immediately. They they jumped right into the shits. Um, so we're introduced to him when Sissy goes to the home of a real estate person, mogul we don't know this yet she knocks on the door of a big beautiful ass home a butler comes to the door sissy goes out there and it's like okay something's going down again then the butler was so well dressed we thought he might have been the nigga she went to go see but then all he did was uh escort her to the back and god damn it here comes dog from the shy man and i'm on his uh his uh filmography right now i ain't even seeing snowfall on here bro it literally stops at some 2020 shows mm. i ain't even seeing snowfall damn but sissy went to talk to him and basically asked that nigga for the game dog. teach me the fucking game ghost she was like yo nigga every time i'm in the real estate and every time i look at any property worth looking at i see your name every time you want Anything regarding real estate, I see your influence within City Hall. So I'm trying to be down. Tell me what I got to do. Um, How did you feel about her approach off top? I liked it. It's pretty bold to walk in that man's house with a whole plan on what he need to do. Um, I liked it. She gave um, money to the campaign. He was, she was like, essentially, I gave that money to get your attention. Yeah. Like, well, you got my attention. Um how did I get your attention? Facts. Um, and then, so she explained the reason I like it because 
he immediately knew that she was on her shit. Mm. Like, hey, I've been I've been in the military for 17 years. I see your yeah. name here. I see your name there. And I know this. I also know that you've been buying some properties in Lamarck Park. And you haven't had an opportunity to to, to sell those because the, the community shit been kicking yeah, up. Yeah. You losing uh 13% of your profit. So like she looking like he looking like Fuck you know all that. Oh, you you on your shit. So uh, or I guess you about to use your son drug money to to try yeah. to, to offer me some shit, which is um how do everybody how do everybody know, know Franklin, Franklin sell, sell dope? Come on. Man. I guess when you the dope man in the neighborhood, everybody do know you sell dope. But yeah, no matter what. So I mean, because everybody I, this episode mentioned Franklin selling. When I see y'all niggas on Instagram, I know I know who y'all be, and I don't even know y'all. So. And I'll be knowing y'all don't sell dope. Y'all be acting like y'all selling dope. Y'all, niggas be acting like they slinging major weight, nigga, majorly. Y'all niggas slinging in plastic. And the whole time they can't go buy a Gucci tee. Whole and time you know, is, uh, can you put this on your card? I give you the cash because yeah. you don't got no, no fucking debit that, card. Yeah. While you had to fucking. Uh, no, no, no. I got a rack for you right now, nigga. <laughs> like, nigga, I don't need no. It's a Arizona. Relax, bro. Uh, um, Morton is not trying. Morton's is not trying to take all them singles. No, so. not at all. <laughs> um, but. I think he was thinking like y'all need something from me as in I want to be in on your business. He was like, no, nigga, I need your influence to do something. I essentially paid. They never say how much it was. I paid money to get rid of a cop mm-hmm. and you did that for me. Um, So I, I, I kind of liked it, but I, I liked their approach as in it showed that, yo, I wasn't no joke. I'm not just the mama. I got some smarts about myself. I know what the fuck I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And it showed us as the as the as the TV goers that, yo, she does know this real estate shit. Yeah, yeah. I um, and she's not just like the property manager for the slums. I could appreciate Sissy's boldness walking in there and and just sort of asking for something like, you don't know this man from shit. You know his name. Because of the business you're involved in, you see that he's a, a major player in it. But it's like, yo, you went in there and straight up, like, you developed a partnership from nothing. Like, that nigga didn't have, that nigga could have killed you, low-key. For nothing. Just, hey, I don't know who the fuck is this that came in here talking about she know what I be doing. And I don't know that uh, they even developed a partnership. Yeah. Because I. Essentially, not, it was a transaction. Yeah. I'm going to give you the property that you've been waiting for because I know them niggas. Yeah. So unfortunately, yeah. I had a, my son went in there and we had to snake him a little yeah. bit to so get him to sell. Let's talk about what Franklin did with that. So he, for Snowfall fans, you remember season one, season two, um, there was a bookstore that Franklin would go to. Uh, the owner was a woman who used to be a Black Panther with Frank, Franklin's dad. Older lady, she got a husband, her husband's co-owner. And the two of them run this bookstore. That's where Franklin went when he went to go look up a lot about essentially the cops. And and he was looking up some black historical shit. And he was just kind of going through a whole library of things. And that's where he went to do the research. Remember when this whole thing was about black people and black empowerment and, and, and helping all that shit out? Woo. That shit went out the window, didn't it? Crazy how everything like that loses its way, ain't it, bro? Ain't it fucking nuts, nigga? Because niggas be lying. Also a fact. And this is about capitalism, and you try to hide it in the fact that it was about blackness, and it wasn't ever. You don't want to be poor no more. Mm-hmm. I'm not poor no more. These niggas was delivered, dog. Um, 
Oh, so Franklin, he goes to the bookstore, talks to the lady and, uh, and her husband, and he lets them know, yo, I know y'all are being threatened to be shut down. They finna shut the doors, lock the windows, and foreclose the shit out of y'all. Y'all can't afford to stay open at the current rate. I know this. So let me buy you out. And they were initially like, wow, like somebody from the neighborhood, somebody who we know, somebody who we trust, he'll buy us out and give us all the capability we need to actually see. He's not going to micromanage. He just buying us out to help us because that's how Franklin presented it, right? Like, yo, y'all let me buy it because he came. Y'all be like, good. You know, me and my mom, we've been trying to save black businesses in the neighborhood mm-hmm. and shit. We just want y'all here. You gonna do that for us? Absolutely. You know, I've been coming down here for years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 my peoples. And they start reading this shit, and it's like, yo, so why we gotta sell it to you though? Yeah. I thought you was just trying to help us out. Oh, so you be incorporated? He forex them niggas. And, <laughs> yo. <laughs> For extra, uh, uh, do I have time? No, 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 Jason. You will not drag me into a forex conversation today. You won't do it. I won't allow it. Episode 151, we own it though. Hey, nigga, episode 150. Yeah, 150. <laughs> Low key, we come in this bitch and start talking about uh, coming to America, and I just randomly start shifting the forex. That's because I'm done with coming to America. Hey, man. Um, but Franklin did what he had to do. He told them, yo, I'm I'm coming here to save you, save y'all business. I keep y'all shit. You ain't got to worry about nothing. The only thing that's going to change is I own it now. But I'll handle all the shit, the paperwork, everything. I got it. And um, my mom gave me the authorization to author offer two times as uh, value. The worth. yeah. And uh, you thought you some, we cover your cut costs and, and lawyer fees, the whole nine yards. Cool. Clearly, that's not what happened. No, so you think that was good, bad, or are you good? You, you yay, nay, or indifferent? Huh. So when we look at the fact that all of this was done for him to quietly get to the cop, I look at it and I say, I'll go indifferent. I won't say it was bad. And that was his mama idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. I won't say it was bad. I won't. I definitely won't say it was good. But I go indifferent because I'm. I just look at it like, yo, is this the only way to get there? You know what I'm saying? With nonviolence, yeah. Maybe. How, how else would you get him Maybe. out? Nonviolent. I don't know. I don't know. But I. It was just. I don't know how well thought out the plan was. You know what I'm saying? But she went down there, and sissy. She gonna do what she want to do, especially when it comes to something like that. She go down there. She went and sat down. You see the 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 shift though. You went from literally, I don't want nothing to do with this drug shit. Like get out my house type energy. That's I, I don't know. To now you the switch. chief of staff of Coke and crack. And how the fuck did your dad become from bum addicted on the street to family wholesome? Uh, come watch movies with me, son. That's a wild transition. Literally was a scared row ass nigga. Early scared row. And now, you that nigga. I don't know about it, dog. How you feel about uh, dad when sissy was getting arrested? Like his, re- I feel like he was doing that, like hold me back. But I ain't really trying to fight. Yeah, he was about to. He seen yeah. that gun. He was like, oh, I know. It's he wasn't trying to get busy with them white boys, man. He really wasn't. Yo, listen. In the grand scheme of things, um, 
I'm not mad that Franklin took the building. Mm-mm. Um, because in if he is truly, it was getting snatched anyway. Y'all was in yeah, they was gonna lose to the city. So either y'all was gonna lose to the city, and before that, y'all would have spent the rest of y'all money that y'all had trying to fight it and still lose it, or you can take this money twice what it's worth, mm-hmm. and I'll give you a building down the block, and you know. This whole yo, this has been in my family family for thirty years. You connect it to the building, or you connect it to the business. Yeah, because the building we can move it down a mile, down a block, and take all the books with you. <laughs> yeah, I think um, it wasn't what he did. You know how this, it's not what you did; it's how he you did it. it. And and one, yo, you didn't have to go in there and tell them what your plan was from from the rip. That you were not responsible for that or whatever. But when he came back. After everything was done, once he got it all done, sold it to old boy, flipped the paperwork, he came back in with a whole different, because he was all earlier when he was talking to them, it was very like meek and I'm still the young, shy little Franklin. Like he was giving them them vibes. Nigga, after he flipped that deal, that motherfucker Franklin came back and that bitch swagged. I don't even think he had his cane. And nigga walked in that motherfucker like, yo, it's FYI. Sold this bitch. Sold this bitch. Now what? Now what? He looked at the little uh little librarian lady. Do something. Do something. I knock your fucking Kofi off, nigga. He Jim Jones there, bro. And after that Kofi smack. Right before that, rather, he went back to my man's and uh right before he handed him over the property, he was like, Now you was my age. Yeah. And you had you was the person about to hand over the paperwork. What would you do? Yeah. He's like, I would ask for ten percent. Just to hey, let you know. Well, actually, I would demand 10%. All right, boom. Bet. Now, I got a little bit of vibe. Man, did you catch a vibe of a, a a little Clay Davis going on here? 100%. Because, like, you 21 years old, my nigga. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably 40 years your senior. Uh, I'm going to wash you. No, yeah. On some Clay Davis, uh, Stringer Bell type shit. Mm-hmm. Like, like let's do lunch next week. Is that when I sign up for my 10%? Because I just gave you this paperwork. Man. <laughs> you man, know what I'm saying? Man. But I am also, well, I'm just a drug dealer. You, you're a multimillionaire too, though. Yeah. You a multimillionaire, but whatever it is that got you your, your millions, you don't deal in no more. Now you deal in real estate and politics. That's your thing. Franklin's at that point. Granted, he not there as far as the work goes and maybe not even the, the money goes necessarily. Um, who knows about that? But Franklin's at that point where it's like you not quite you call the shots within your group. You're not on the level of my man just yet. But if he becomes one of your fucking premieres out here, nigga, that could switch shit up a lot. That pecking order change. I hate that fucking word. Premiere. I love it because I never fucking heard it before power. That's nigga. why I hate it. It's power. Yeah, hey, hey, it's power all day. That's just associated like a motherfucker. You you hate it now, nigga. Imagine three, four years ago when I used to roll the R on that motherfucker. Then nigga, I sound like Gustavo in that bitch. Fucking yeah. But um, Franklin, he basically told Dog, "Look, I'm gonna give you this property. You get what you want. I asked your advice so I can learn what I need to do. You told me ask for ten percent in that ownership. Bet we all win it." Nigga Franklin go all go to all the men for advice except his daddy. Man, because <laughs> daddy ain't gonna tell him shit about how to be poor. Because he, re- he didn't grow up respecting his father. Nah, so I'm not nah. going. I'm not going to you for his for daddy work. was a a whole ass nigga. And and these two things aren't related. Um, but he was down on his luck. No, that nigga 
He was homeless as shit. One of he's because he saw that as freedom. Was a drug addict. No, nigga, fuck that. He was an addict. He was an alcoholic. You was skid row homeless. No, nigga, no. You weren't free, bro. Sorry. Um, but Franklin went back down to the little to the little store bookstore. Old girl came up. Hey, Franklin, to what do we owe the pleasure type energy? That nigga Franklin was like, yeah, no, just FYI, I sold your shit. I got you a building down the street. You got till Friday. You got till Friday, nigga. It's, uh, it's Thursday night. <laughs> now she's like, you can keep your silver. Well, no, oh, she said you can keep your silver, Satan. Yeah. I said, whoa, do she know he deal drugs too? Everybody do. Bitch, you took my money first. Hey. You took my money a couple minutes ago. Thanks. Now, now I'm Satan. Yeah, nigga, you was over yeah. spinning sh- Satan shingles just to yeah. <laughs> shillings. You wanted that. Uh, all right, what'd she say? Um, keep your silver, Satan. You wanted that gold, old. You wanted that shit earlier, nigga. Now you ain't went to smoke because you don't own none of this shit no more. And she trying to hit him with the. My, this has been in my what family for generations. What as, would you do? As Franklin or her? Her. If I'm her, you mad right now? Then call back like yo. Oh, I, was, I was thinking about this. I was thinking it over. And uh, well, here's the thing: you're gonna be furious, but as time goes on, you're gonna realize, nigga, you don't even know who to, who to be mad at. Yo, this Franklin is, came in that bitch off rip and made you an offer, and you just took that motherfucker. For, also, like you don't look up, like yo, yo, fuck this neighborhood. This shit is not mm-hmm. good for business. When mm-hmm. that when it when it get cracking when in it two gets years, there, yeah. Man, speaking of crack and the real effects of it, dog, we seen one of the fan favorites this episode, Wanda back. Wanda Vision, nigga. That might be the you already know the vibes. Um, Wanda Vision, dog. She is back and she cutting the fuck up, man. So she in the uh over in the hood where Leon and and, and her people live. She over there, she cutting up on niggas all day. She arguing, she yelling, she screaming. She's a pure crackhead, bro. She hoeing this weak ass drug that you got. Yeah. And they know that shit weak. Yeah. Too. And she said that's why she looking so bad. Cause these drugs is too stepped on. They terrible. They fucking terrible. Don't you hate when you get unpure drugs from niggas? I think Wanda about to get clean. Wanda gonna get clean, but I also think she's gonna get killed, dog. Mind you, I have zero reason to know or think she's gonna get killed. I just want somebody crack, to get crack, killed. Crackheads can't die. That's also a fact. Well, hey, she ain't gonna OD. We ain't worried about that. They don't die still. We ain't gonna worry about that. But um, Leon came up when she was arguing with this one dog, and Leon walked up on some like, "Yo, yo, baby, calm down, please, what's, crack baby." What's wild is that crack baby. She was getting the geek with one of the other niggas, and he's about to put her hands on him. And he, yeah, and Leon, Leon pushed him up on superhero mode, didn't he? Like nigga kept the save ahead. Crack on. baby. I'm trying to sell it to you. Niggas out here trying to help the Jays. You can't do that, man. And so Leon walked her off to the side. He grabbed her little arm, walked off to the side. Leon's still in love. Leon's soft. Come on, bro. He got built for leadership. Come on, bro. How the fuck I'm old? How am I fucking respect a drug dealer who in love with a crackhead? Like, come on, bro. Like, do you understand what it is that you do for a living, real life? This bitch freebasing and you trying to be in love. That nigga like, man, Wanda, what is wrong with you? He asked her that shit. What is going on? Uh, nigga, you uh, chain me to a fucking pipe. <laughs> yeah, like, motherfucker. First of all, I was skimming off the top. You shouldn't have hired me. Off rip. Franklin told your dumb ass not to. I don't want her around. Yep. Every time you don't listen to Franklin, you lose. 
<laughs> and guess what? Now it's you that's out here looking for another plug. Hey, man, you don't mean that shit. <laughs> the fuck I don't. <laughs> but like in real life, that's exactly what happened. Try, motherfucker. That nigga, that nigga is out here looking for a new plug. Yeah. Um, cause Wanda also when when Leon was over there trying to be uh Ronnie Romance and shit, Wanda was like, he was like, Man, why why you why you acting like that? Why you look so bad? She said, Them yo weak ass drugs, nigga. Like it's that bullshit you selling me that got me fucked up, bro. I was a cuter crackhead than this when I was on pure shit. I had all my teeth. Yeah. I was the motherfucking prime queen. The goddamn prime fiend. Yeah, <laughs> our New Jack City reviews. Yo, have you been watching that that uh that hip hop shit, uncovered hip hop or some shit or? No, I haven't. I've I heard people talk about it. I haven't watched it yet though. Yo, them niggas on there capping talking about that um the New Jack City shit was based off of them I saw, and the Supreme man. Team and it's like I mean yo fam they literally said I read the article this morning again. That the writer of the show came here to the, we said this shit on a New Jack City uh, on the review review, but he came here to City Detroit. Literally studied. Matter of fact, let me bring this shit up because 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 this shit pissing me the fuck off. Dog, and no, you know what pissed me off though? Right before I got suspended from Facebook again, it all started in 1987 when Barry Michael Cooper, at mm-hmm. the time an investigative reporter for the Village Voice, came to Detroit to do a story on the city's drug trade. He contacted a world-renowned sociologist, Dr. Carl Taylor, a native Detroiter who taught at Michigan State University and lived in East Lansing. And Taylor pointed to him towards the Chambers game, which he spent several weeks in the Motor City observing firsthand. It's the kicker. What ended up witnessing was documented in an award-winning feature for the Village Voice titled New Jack City Eats It Young. Eats It's Young. The article spawned the movement and the term New Jack going on to represent the substantial shift in urban youth culture and blending music and film, dance, blah, which inspired New Jack City. I also found another article that they compared every single person in New Jack City and told who they were in Detroit. Yo, this person was this brother, this person, this, this fam. I know you New York niggas. Shout out to y'all. Um, Don't like the fact that Y'all fake New York drug dealers aren't from New York. Yeah. You know them yeah. niggas is out now, right? Yeah, facts. And they went back down south and they got uh some clubs and shit. Mm-hmm. I just seen them niggas on Al Profit YouTube channel. Um, but they they back out. I think they went back down to they might be in your part of the neck of the woods. They might be. They might be. Um the the thing I hate about it. One, I hate that they alluded to that on the hip hop show because I saw people talking about it. But what I hate about it is the niggas that I saw on social media from Detroit who always knew the history, who listened to our pot. Some niggas I literally have the text from like, wow, I didn't know that's how New Jack City started. The Carter was based on the Broadmoor. Literally. But I hated the niggas from Detroit who I saw say on socials last week after that episode aired. Yo, this whole time I thought New Jack City was based on the D. I didn't realize it was based on a Supreme Team and them. So you just took what they said on that show and ran. Maybe y'all need to 
tap in with this week in culture? Man, because we literally gave you a for real history lesson on where New Jack City came from and a for real history lesson on what was going on in Detroit at the time. And we what Jay just read, we literally read on the podcast about New Jack City. So stop just believing what you hear on fucking uh, documentary. What they always tell niggas, y'all need to do some research, nigga. Pick up a book or something. Don't listen to what they said on the TV. Listen to us on the podcast, niggas. Literally. Because <laughs> guess what? We on a podcast with all the facts. I don't give a fuck what got aired, nigga. Anyway, but Wanda told that nigga um, his dope was bad. Oh, something else that happened with Leon. His man's quit. The young boy. Yeah. The young boy from last week who tried to set them up with their cousin or with his cousin. He going to come back as a cop. He definitely going to come back snitching. That's a fact. It's a fact. He was he been there since what second season? Yeah, and he was. You remember he was begging to get on, and we was yeah. like, "Something ain't right with old boy." Like he was young, and I get it, but he was begging to get. He's definitely coming back, cops. But he quit, and we learn it's because nigga on the LCC. <laughs> yeah, he went to LACC. Um, literally, I didn't just make that up. They say he trying to take some classes at LACC, and he quit because niggas is scared now that Scully. Like is on the they know Scully is on the fucking prowl. Everybody knows Scully didn't die in that shootout. So now eh, it's time to kill, dog. Like, sorry. Hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I'ma go on and quit the gang, dog. Off top, Leon, nigga, what kind of gang you got that niggas could just retire? That what that ain't how gang shit work, is it? I ain't Them niggas not gang gang. Nah, they definitely not blood and crib, nigga. And if you wasn't B's and C's, nigga, I don't even know if you G's. Nigga, real shit. Because he clearly not down with Man Boy Squad. No. Nah. And he clearly not down with Scully. And yeah. niggas is neutrals. But we learned real quick what, that what, that nigga quit. What they call him in Chicago? Neutrons? <laughs> um, What else was going on this episode? We talked about Nixon taking sissy. All right, let's talk about the least, epi- the least most interesting portion of this episode. The Mexicans? No, the fucking oh, the reporter lady, Oriental, <laughs> <laughs> the, the the woman from the Orient. Yeah, yeah, that'll be our last episode, man. Because when China find out about this, <laughs> now what, we are gone. Man, she not Chinese. That's offensive. Oh man, now nah, I don't give a fuck, nigga. China run all that shit, nigga. <laughs> China is Korean. Asian. She nigga. could be Korean. Nah, uh, nah. she could be Filipino. Hey, if China say she Chinese, nigga, then it's motherfucker, she Chinese dog. Um, but no. So the the news reporter lady who claims to be from Compton, which I still don't buy. Um, or no, South Central. Pardon me. This bitch gonna throw a little Bobby Hutt name out there, nigga. She was Hampton. a she was a Black Panther. She was an Oriental Panther. So Oriental not, is racist as fuck, by the way. No, it's not though, <laughs> because I saw a commercial that said come travel and come visit the Orient. Like, <laughs> Yo, that commercial was tra- <laughs> racist as fuck. <laughs> what the fuck? Oriental is a nah, fucking nigga. is that a race? That's like an area. Nah, bro. Oriental was turned. That was like a slur in the seventies. Like why you, they stopped saying that specifically really yeah asian people did not like that at all <laughs> don't nobody like where the fuck they at oh what like oh this nigga america what nigga ah, we know where the fuck we at <laughs> i'm sorry i didn't know oh no that shit is really funny to me though ignorance dude. is bliss hey it's man blissful to the yeah no here. like the 70s and 80s man they they Stop Google, saying Oriental. Shit, yeah, now that's a real thing, dog. Oriental was uh was not proper. And in the Oriental Express? Yes. But I don't think they know them though. <laughs> them niggas is white. 
them Oriental Express niggas is white. The funny part is, since I said Oriental was a slur, we've said it 12 times. <laughs> I got to verify this shit first. You know what I mean? Ah, that's my favorite part. We won't stop, dog. Can't stop, won't stop the Orient. Yo, this is, going, this is from the LA Times, nigga. It says, <laughs> the term Oriental is outdated. But is it racist? <laughs> this is a whole article on the LA Times. <laughs> this is from June of 2016. Oh, the slur shit. I never expected to hear in 2020. As an Asian American, I've been conditioned to certain. Who the fuck knew? I did. And I have no idea why I know that. That's like a random thing that I knew, nigga. You can't say uh, Orient. I, I had no idea. Or oriental. Though. Can't do it. Well, you learn something new every day. All right. Um, but yeah, it's back to no. uh I'll be thinking niggas, everybody want their N-word. <laughs> like everybody want a fucking N-word. You can't say this. Like what? Niggas call it the F like, you know they got the F word. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. no, nah, nigga. It's only one N-word. Like Hey, nah. The F word might be up there with I'm saying I'm not saying it's not <laughs> yeah. bad, but like everybody want they Oh yeah, yeah. It's the yeah. impression Olympics. You like, know what's fucked up? Like Everybody want their N-word, but, like, we so content with the N-word using it in-house that we good. We don't give a fuck. We use it so much in-house, niggas try not to say it. Like, damn, nigga, I got to. I got into a whole argument with a nigga online and they're blocking because he was trying to tell me that his Hispanic culture and our culture is exactly this. There's no difference between our, I'm like, listen. Fam, go ask Gustavo. (laughs) He like, ain't no difference then. And he was like. It's the shit that pissed me off. Yeah. Look, man, I grew up poor. And nigga, red flag. Why you? Why are people? This that's what they always do. They want to exp- They want to equate the black experience to poor to being poor. Social. Then, then he went to music. Yeah. I'm like, that's what y'all do all the time. And then yeah. he was like, Well, I got a lot of black friends who. Damn, nigga, you hit me. You hit every cliche. Yeah. Right after another, he was coming with him. Ain't no, ain't no difference between our cultures. Then he start bringing back, like, listen, me of all people, I know the ethnicity and how that shit started. Mm-hmm. What I'm telling you is that me and you do not share the, the same collective experience with the word nigga. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Have you been called a nigga? <laughs> like, Here's the thing. Like, like white up. people literally aren't going to call you a nigga. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's just a fact. I'm not even, they're not, when they want to offend me and they want to offend you, they're not going to call you a nigga. I'm going to tell you, I'm gonna, listen, nigga. Is so offensive when someone's trying to disrespect some. They call somebody a saying nigga. Mm-hmm. Like if you ever, they'll call you a yeah. saying. Like yo, I'm trying to offend you, so I'm gonna call you what we call them other ones. Yeah. But just put a, a, a acronym. I mean, put an adjective yeah. in front of that motherfucker. You a saying yeah. nigga? Like what? Yo, rest in peace, my grandma. She called somebody a saying nigga before, <laughs> like to this face. She was up here. We was at like the liquor store or something, dog. And she just let him know, like, she was like, like rest in peace, my grandma. Man. My grandma was half white, so Listen, that shit stung me a little bit. I was like, oh shit, wait, grandma, damn. Hey, look, dog. It'd be it's like, it's so fun. Like, damn, my nigga. I'm like, you can stop tweeting me now. Yeah, like, he was going back. Like, fam, look how, look how, look how much energy you are putting in just to say the word. Yeah. And I'm trying to tell you, my nigga. <laughs> like, you can't. Yeah. Um, I think that this reporter lady who we started out talking about, because we gonna get back to that shit. <laughs> definitely not going to the, to the Orient. Nah. Yeah, 
I want some Oriental Express. <laughs> we did. That's the name of this episode. I want some fried rice. <laughs> oh shit! Now you, no, nah, nah. from the Oriental Express. That shit is fired. The shrimp fried rice from there is fired. Dog. Not from like the Orient, but from the restaurant Oriental why Express. They, I sound like the nigga saying, "Why y'all saying to your reps if y'all? <laughs> <laughs> I, why you got the goddamn store called Oriental Express? Uh, why you?" <laughs> all right, all right. So look, my bad. So listen, listen. We do these split episodes. So if y'all just want to hear that, <laughs> I'm sorry. If y'all was this, y'all didn't know that we was this stupid. Hey, look, man. Yeah, I know the um, the like whatever we're reviewing part of the pod is usually a little more mature, nigga. <laughs> but damn it, tales from the Orient, nigga. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Hey dog, it's, we about twenty to one right now. Uh, time wise, we it's getting late, and the later it get, the funnier this pot finna get. Sorry, FX. Uh, this might be one where I don't tag them. <laughs> I don't want this to be the, the one way. they say. I'm gonna listen to these guys, and they be that, like that actor listening. To <laughs> <laughs> fucking director, executive producer, is fucking from the um <laughs> with this shit, nigga. But the L.A. Times newspaper lady is probably gonna be a little upset at this part of the pod. Oh man, but um, God bless her. <laughs> While my dumb ass was finna say, but rest in peace. <laughs> hey, yo, rest in peace to the. <laughs> Yo, why I just kill her in my head? I have no idea oh, why I went shit. to. Oh man, rest I in peace to my that. grandma. <laughs> Yo, the LA Times is gonna be wild tomorrow, nigga. <laughs> You're like rest in peace to this week in culture. <laughs> Yo, Yo, all, oh, right. Shit. all right. I was actually about to read an email that I got at work that directly relates to what we're talking about right now. <laughs> yes, but it's so wild that I can't read it because we get canceled. All like, right. and I didn't do it, but it's the way dog. All right, we off it. LA Times lady is apparently really digging into whatever the fuck Mel told her that she know. Mel turned into um a dog from power and told her what she know. Nigga, them GTG niggas is out here and them Franklin niggas is she ran that smooth ass game of mail. I was like, well, maybe God sent me to tell. Yeah. <laughs> maybe God sent me to tell. Mel still got a little crack in her face. She believed the hell out of that. Like, damn, really? Like, God saved me too. God brought me to my auntie house. Like, no, he didn't. Yo, auntie. All right. So this bitch went to Florida or Texas. I think the aunt was in Texas, wasn't she? Yeah, but y'all in California. Yeah. Either way, she. Who paid for this trip? Yeah, because you write for the LA Times. <laughs> No, the, the, it's a smaller, it's not even LA Times. Or like small. LA Courier or some <laughs> yeah. shit, nigga. And like, you fucking went all the way to Mel Auntie House, nigga. Now listen, um, I don't like this storyline. No, I don't either. Um, because I think it's wild that um, a reporter can find out that the that there is people who are dying, getting murdered, um, hiding police evidence, hiding arrest warrants and everything like that. Yeah. And you think you and your little ink pen is going to, Gonna keep you safe, however. But she gonna bring down Franklin. However, She's I do, do know that there was a giant article in the paper that brought that broke this the whole story mm-hmm. about the uh, freeway Rick Ross, the uh, Sandinistas, Ronald Reagan involvement, yeah. George Bush Senior um's involvement, as well as Oliver North, um, all of them. Yeah. Um. 
I hope, and again, we know the real story. We've always talked about, like, like when niggas be like, yo, what if Franklin died, whatever. We've always said, like, yo, nigga, Franklin don't die. If they keeping it as close to the vest. Well, they, well this it's changed last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last season changed a lot. But even though they dramatized it up, we still kind of right back. You know this, what I'm saying? Like, this shit ain't about Rick Ross no more. Yeah, yeah. First season, I could see well, how yeah, it was. But season one was also where he consulted. Before it kind of no, they never consulted. Well, let me not say consulted. That's strong. He ain't want nothing to do with this shit because he was like season one is what they talked to him about that he ain't want shit to do with and didn't want to get involved. And then they went on with their story, but it was still very much so closely related to his real life and his story. Season two, they kind of still kept it close to the vest. Started dramatizing it a bit more. Season three, we know they went completely left as far as the creative goes. Um, but a lot of the shit that's happening so far in season four, for instance, the newspaper involvement and how they kind of forcing that into the story. Because she ain't need to be here, bro. We didn't need this news piece. And the fact that they kind of pushing it on us, uh, they kind of making it obvious. She going to be the one that bring this shit down, dog. An article, because look at the amount of shit you just named, bro. She named Franklin being a killer of Andre. She named Franklin getting off on a murder rap for killing Kevin. She named a DEA agent was the witch. She knew all of that and then followed it up with, but there's no evidence of this. Or no, no, no. Dog was saying that. Pardon me. Dog was telling her that because she mentioned Franklin saying and then he was like, yo, nigga. The kid that got away with the fucking murder? And she like, who do you who do you murder? And that's when Dog was like, nigga, his best friend, Kevin. Like the nigga got shot in the thigh and he bled out. Like that's not yeah, that that's don't count not as murder, murder, bro. Nigga. Like, don't give me that body, <laughs> like, dog. Nigga. Like that's a body I ain't even want. Nigga, yeah, like nigga. I I thought I flesh wounded my boy. I shot the nigga in the thigh trying to save On somebody, some morning sh- trying to save somebody else's life. And I shot him in the thigh thigh trying not to kill him. Cause he was about to kill a lady. A DA agent. And a baby. Yeah. I didn't want Kevin to do what he was finna do. And I tried to give him that little boot back. Little quick shot. Nigga, in and out. You gotta use a BB gun or some shit. Man, though, I, seen a, I seen a, um, a, a clip of that today. That nigga, um, when he pulled the, the pistol on, mm-hmm. on Franklin. Yeah. And then, um, uh, Lee stepped in front of him. And then Franklin did the... That he had not. Yeah, that man. was the beginning of him doing that as his move, dog. But um, the investigator lady, she know a little too much, man. And then she furthered her important unimportance, because I really don't need her on the show, by telling her ex-husband everything. She literally gave a whole play to that nigga. Yeah, so when I seen the ex-husband, I'm like, oh, yeah, she really did know Fred. Yeah, <laughs> man, the ex-husband black as shit, and they got a daughter. And they made it. She might have well, She might have grew up in Compton. She clearly liked the black. And not only that, uh, she was a bad parent because the daughter don't even like her no more. Daddy say she'd come around, nigga. You know how fucked up of a parent you gotta be for your daughter to go with the dad. Yes, and and the dad is the black one, nigga. <laughs> Woo, he was a bad mom. But they also the laid friends the, don't like that shit. They also laid the the, the foundation for her. Like yo, this sound real familiar. Mm-hmm. So they probably she probably got wrapped up in a, in a, some case before. Yep, would end up ruining their marriage, and she fucked up. She stopped parenting. She put the family life in danger. Some shit. She probably got in too deep, and that's sort of her story. Um, 
she getting in too deep right now. And off top, as I say, with most characters, she got to die. But why they like? Why do she care this much though? Where did she come from? Like, I I don't need this story, bro. Yeah. And you remember how me and you was kind of hype, like, yo, if this season like focuses a little less on that Mexican shit, and we can just stick with Teddy and Franklin and the black people, this would be great. And then now we getting more Mexican shit, but it's interesting so far. Mexicans like being called Mexicans. I hope. Cause they Mexican. <laughs> Nigga, if I go up to Gustavo and ask him if he would prefer being called Mexican or Latin American, he gonna tell me Mexican. So, all right, whatever. That but Mexicans, if we got any Mexican listeners, y'all let us know if we saying something offensive or not. We don't mean to be. Um, Orient, I knew was offensive. <laughs> Mexican, I feel like if you Mexican and in Mexico, we can still say Mexican. But I don't know. I don't want to offend anybody. Um, so if we say something Mexican, or that's something Mexican. God damn it. The Orient is a term for the East, traditionally comprising anything that belongs to the Eastern world in relation to Europe. Yeah. So basically all of Asia, which was half of the reason they found it offensive because they was like, bitch, no, just... Because, you know, motherfuckers is prideful. Like, if I'm from, nigga, North and South Korea will let you know, nigga. I'm South Korean. I ain't, I ain't uh, from over slur? there. Ain't that where you from, though? Yeah. White man said it. I'm from Asia, motherfucker. I'm from China. From India. What else over there? It's like, man, nigga, ain't no Orient. Like, what? where did y'all even get the word? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, anyway. um, Gustavo and Teddy, dog. Let's talk about it. Gustavo pissed me the fuck off. Teddy finally revealed to Gustavo that he the CIA. Cause Gustavo was gonna go ahead and try to kill these cops. Yeah, this nigga Gustavo gonna leave with the guns and all that shit. He's ready to catch a body, though. That nigga stepped out the car, took one and a half steps and got gun butted. Yeah, right to the head, real quick. My nigga, how the fuck you didn't see a nigga when you got out the car on that side? Real quick. Um, but when they snatched Gustavo up. They took him to a warehouse. At first, it was looking like he got caught on some cartel type shit. Like, yo, you trying to come at the cops who killed your brother, but you you don't know that if you do that, you fucking with cartel money. That's what it looked like. He talking shit like, oh, y'all the niggas that lick old boy balls. Yeah, he going crazy because he ready to die about that shit. Then Teddy walked in the room like, all right, thanks, guys. Everybody in there speak English and shit. Gustavo like, nigga, what the fuck is this? Nigga, Teddy was like, yeah, um, those niggas is uh, Mexican feds. That nigga was like, the fuck, nigga? How you, you got a plug? Called, that nigga said, you called the feds on me? Man, that nigga like, how the fuck you got a plug like that? Nigga said, because my name ain't Gringo or whatever the fuck you be calling me, nigga. My name Teddy McDonald. I'm with CIA. What up? God damn it, Teddy. And then he told that nigga, and now you work for the CIA. Teddy, don't be springing that shit on me like that. Nigga, give me a chance. And Gustavo full of shit. That motherfucker talking about man, I love my family, I love my brother, and now they're orphan. The kids are orphans. Nigga, they got an uncle. <laughs> you can take them. You don't. They don't gotta be. They definitely don't have to suffer, and they don't have to hurt. You got enough money, yeah, uh, that you can get a house, a babysitter, the whole nine yards. Like nigga, you don't. Gustavo was 
real quick to just uh, turn CIA though. Like he was all right with that. Like nigga don't got nobody. He don't. He don't. He Teddy don't, is only friend in real life. He don't got no family, no girl. No I mean, kid. he got uh, he got four nephews, and they I all mean, like things, <laughs> nigga. Like they there. He was just wrestling with one at the birthday party. Now he don't know him. Like why can't you can't take? Why can't you can't get the kids, my nigga? When you kill my brother, ain't no kids. That's fucking my up. brother. Kids died in my mind. <laughs> Everybody, it all hurt. Everybody did. In my mind. Nigga. So Gustavo and Teddy get together, and Teddy told that nigga, look, the only reason I'm even revealing all this shit to you is because you finna fuck our help up. Like, we need all the help over here. We need the fucking Mexican government to to do what they can do in regard to this mission. And you can't just go on a killing spree trying to kill every cop that fucked with your brother. So I'm telling you this to let you know we got niggas backing us who you ain't know about. And I need you to relax. And Gustavo was like, I hear you, bro, real life. But I'm finna go kill this one, though, nigga. And I'm a car of 100,000 in that nigga head like they did to my brother, Floor. Nigga, I said be easy. Gustavo chased that nigga onto the roof and then threw him off the roof. And then went down there calmly and carved 100,000 in that nigga head with a knife. Gustavo, you don't listen to shit. Yo, them niggas, them police so pussy, dog. <laughs> them niggas say, yo, who these niggas? Like, I don't know, but let's get out of town. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, was, um, they was, uh, yo, real pussy and real quick to get out of town, but it was for a good reason. So Teddy got on his, on his, in his murder bag. Teddy is Tommy. I'm about to say he gets Teddy is Tommy, nigga. I'm trying to catch a body, dog. Tommy is. I'm sorry, Teddy is really out here picking up fucking uh, real-life murder charges, dog. Like, he took this nigga. He found out from his intel where the cops went to hide out. Apparently, all them niggas went to go hide in one big-ass crib, little compound. Teddy told Gustavo, like, look, we finna go in here. I need you to follow my lead. And moving forward, I need you to do what I say do when I say do it and how I say do it. Don't just do your own thing. Gustavo, like, nigga, as long as they end up dead, I do whatever the fuck you say. Teddy start pulling guns out the trunk like he was uh, Franklin giving that little sniper rifle to Scully, nigga. That nigga was strapped, bro. Pause. That nigga Teddy came through with uh, That's funny. Yeah, Teddy came through with all the fucking merchandise. He's like, all right, nigga, we finna go through here blasting. And he shot the shit up, man. He took a bullet. Gustavo took one. They both caught one to the vest. But they killed all the cops, nigga. So now Tijuana don't have no cops. Open borders, nigga. Nigga, y'all just kill. And where? Who was the cops when all fifteen of them went to the little compound? Nigga, like, so they killed all the goddamn cops. Um, and now I guess they get back to bed. Like, how do they operate now? You know what I'm saying? Because Teddy was very hell bent on nigga. We don't need to kill them, and then we end up killing every single one of them. So, um. Well, at that point, it was okay to kill them. They just didn't need to go do that shit in public. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, overall, man, I thought it was a good episode, man. I thought it was a great episode. Um, things I need to see in the very near future. Franklin got to kill Nixon, Nixon, whatever his name is. Hold up, did I just put together that his last name is Nixon? Nigga? God damn it! Yeah, I kept mentioning that shit. God damn it! Um, oh man, speaking of that, real quick, we didn't talk about it on the other episode, but uh, the Nike Nomics. Them Nike Nomics, nigga, it's tragic. We was talking about Reaganomics on this shit here, but them Nike Nomics is a whole different beast in the twenty twenty one, bro. 
Um, it's some sneakers releasing all week. We gonna see. See if I get some of them. Off. Yeah, no, I need Nike to let up off that little button they be pressing to keep me from getting them, nigga. Make it fair for a week. Um, I thought it was a great episode. I thought it paced well. I thought that it advanced some stories a little bit more. I do need to see what's going with on going on with Unk, man. When y'all rewatch this episode and that scene that Aunt um Aunt Lou and Unk go talk to Man Boy. Look at Unk's face when they talk about the shooting. Like, he looks, it's something in his face that don't look confident in what the fuck he doing, man. Like, he don't want to be there. He ain't no killer, but he's trying to act like he yeah. is in front yeah. of the Yeah, he's trying killer. to be hype, but literally from the moment, even if you go back to episode two last week, when he comes back in um, after they realize uh, Peaches got shot, when he bring Peaches back into the little house or whatever, Look at Unk face when they asking him about what happened and what he did and who he shot. He just don't look like he want to do this no more, man. And uh, that's another reason why I think something going to happen to him. But keep an eye on him. I need to see what's going on with Aunt. If he get out, it's going to be because uh old girl got shot mm. or killed. Man, you know what? We didn't see Scully this episode, which is fine. We don't need Scully to come in here being crazy a week. But we also didn't see that one girl, though. From last week, who popped up out of nowhere? I'm, I want to see what they do with her. So it's, it's his old girlfriend, the girl yeah. he, he got. He yeah. lost his virginity to her. Yeah, yeah. I want to see what they really do with her because she she learned a lot of information last week that she ain't been around for. Like you ain't been shooting in the gym. Why you know them stats, man? Relax. Apparently everybody does though. Yeah, man. Hold them uh, newspaper. The fucking Los Angeles Sentinel know this nigga sell drugs. Uh. Anything else we need to see, man? I need to know what the fuck is going on with um, with uh, with the dude from the shy. Like now, I'm curious. They got me very curious what his character is gonna be, man. Because I know they ain't bring him on here to do that one deal to get the bookstore. Nigga. Like they gonna do something with him. So excited to see that develop. Excited to see Scully return. Happy as fuck to see Wanda back. Wanda on crack, and she lost her tooth, and it made her want to go straight. I think she finally realized she a crackhead. Um. So we're going to see if she actually becomes useful. What if her and Mel sober up and they, like, turn into, like, a tag team, nigga? Tag team crackheads. Team crackheads. Team Eastside. Same people. Anyway, we're going to get into a fight. That was Jay Johnson that said that, man. Um, but no, dog, y'all let us know what y'all think about the episode. Uh, let us know what y'all thought about the pod. Go listen to episode 148. Um, and let us know what y'all think about that as well, man. As always, follow us on the socials at This Week in Culture. I didn't mention it on here, but I am currently blocked on Facebook till like Tuesday. So don't look for no updates from me. But Jay going to post the, uh, the episodes over there. And then we're going to get the thread back popping, man. Y'all continue to talk amongst yourselves till I can come back in and join. But in the meantime, man, let us know what y'all thought about this week's episode. I'm your host, Ant Wood. That's your host, Jay Johnson. This Week in Culture episode. So 149, we out.